0: Yo, before we get the show started today, I want to give a big shout out to my boy Sid the Gent. Sid the Gent always showing love, man. Always supporting the podcast. And he just had a birthday party yesterday, which is dope as fuck. Uh, It was, you know, going along with the series Homie Lover Friends, which is this party that he's throwing in Chicago. Now, a lot of y'all that's listening right now is from different cities, but it's a dope R&B party in Chicago called Homie Lover Friends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to say that about once a month and they just always fire, man. The DJ do his thing um it's dope as fuck and it's put on by my boy Sid so shout out to my boy Sid happy birthday to my boy man um went 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 to the event last night the event was lit it it, it was a great time it was a great time so shout out to my boy now today's episode a little bit different we're gonna switch it up just a little bit just a little bit I was having a conversation with somebody and they was asking me about uh women trying to set niggas up and I've been there a few times a few too many shit three to be exact and I'm like, damn, I never really shared those stories on a podcast before. And all of those stories came from me just being young, thirsty. I talk about sexual discipline on here not a lot. When I was younger, I had none. I had none. Zero. Nada. And I almost paid for it with my life uh, a few times. Maybe it wouldn't have been my life. In one situation, I felt like it would have been my life. The other two, who the fuck knows? But I had women try to set me up three times. Three times. This all happened between the age, I want to say... Um 18 and 21. Crazy shit. Just Bro, I really think I could hit any bitch. How could you say that? How could you have that mentality? That's Why is right. it so hard to get some hair from yo bitch? It's easier to get hair from a brand new bitch Unrelatable, yo bitch. You can't have no expectations if that's, if you looking for this, but you fucking with niggas who not looking for that. That nigga gotta be on the same type of time you own for you to get exactly what you want. So what you bring to the table? If you don't bring shit to the table, nigga, you better sweep mop my- and motherfucking wax the flows on the way to that bitch. Man, so let's get straight to it, bro. Um. Set up, set up crazy, bro So, it was this one time I'm about 18 years old It's the first time it ever happened I'm about 18 years old, now I'm staying In this neighborhood called Auburn Gresham Right, so this around the time My people, you know, my people once seeing eye to eye You know what I'm saying um, They kicked me out at a point And now I'm with I'm staying with my homie, you know what I'm saying Shout out to my homie Theo I'm staying with him, staying with his family and I, it's crazy because I'm in this neighborhood, but I, I kind of grew up in this neighborhood till I was about maybe eight, nine years old. You know what I'm saying? From when I was born to about eight or nine, I stayed on the next block from Theo. Never met him, though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he was in the neighborhood at the time. But let's say I leave the neighborhood at eight years old. Now I'm coming back at 18. So, 10 years had passed. Now, I'm back in this neighborhood, literally on the next block from where I grew up at. And, you know, now Theo and them that I'm, that I'm with, they in the neighborhood now. You know what I'm saying? They went there when I was a shorty. We actually used to work together at McDonald's is how we met. Um, but, you know, a lot of the guys that used to be in the neighborhood when I was a shorty, they in the neighborhood now. It's a lot of different shit going on over there. And it's wild as fuck over there. If you know Auburn Gresham, Killer Ward, like, that shit. It was, we was on 77th and Polina. Like, shit was crazy. So, Basically I'm standing over there I DM this chick on, on Facebook We get to talking Chopping it up and shit She asked for my number I give her my number The girl sent me 28 nudes At once Like I had a palm pre at the time I don't know if y'all know what a palm pre is But it's like a It's one of them phones that was just out before the iPhone It was a little touchscreen phone that was out before the iPhone came Or before the iPhones got hot at least And um she sent these 28 pictures to my phone. Nudes. I'm 18, nigga. I'm thirsty as fuck. Like, you know how hard it was to get a nude back then? Chicks were not sending nudes like that. And it's crazy because chicks the nudes now more as grown women than they was as kids. But that's a different story. Um, She sent me all these fucking nudes. I'm thirsty as fuck, so... She tell me where she at, like where she stay at, and Shorty stay like two blocks away. She like two blocks over, but she in a rival neighborhood from where I'm at. So the war was split into two sides, and the two sides was into it. She stayed on the other side. Now, mind you, I'm not from this hood. I grew up as a little boy on the the next block, but I'm from Roseland, hence the name Terry Roseland. If y'all don't know, I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but Terry Roseland is not my real name. Roseland is the neighborhood that I'm from, you know what I'm saying? So... Roseland is like it's still on the south side of Chicago but it's in the hundreds Uh, if you ain't from here don't even worry about it but different area but now I'm in this neighborhood that I'm not really from even though I know a couple people from from childhood and I'm finna go slide to the other side which is even wilder than the side that I'm living on to pick shorty up so I slide over there you know, I pull up on a block. I don't park. I put the car. I ain't even. At first, I put the car in neutral. Then I saw some weird shit. I really just put that bitch back in drive and stood on the brake. Like some shit happened. I'm belling the fuck out of here. Mind you, it's dark outside. It's nighttime. I I go to pick her up. I see the address on the building. I pull up. I stop. She taking forever to come outside. Now it's a light that you can see through the front door of the apartment building. You know how you know apartment buildings might they got the front door, but it might be like a glass glass on the front door. You could see the light in the hallway through the glass. You know what I'm saying? The hallway lights was on. It's dark outside. You could see the little light. I'm, I'm, I'm standing right at the building waiting on her to come out. And boom, the light in the hallway turned off. I'm like, what the fuck? So the light in the hallway turned off. The door opened up. She opened the door to come out. The street lights from the street hit the hallway and kind of like bring some light into the hallway. And this niggas lined up on the wall in the hallway while she's walking out but i'm like for one why is it niggas lined up in the hallway for two why did they turn the lights off before she came out so she come out hop in the car as soon as she hop in the car pull off she's like why the fuck you pull off what you doing i thought you was gonna come upstairs nah 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 baby nah nah so mind you again no sexual discipline at this point i should have known exactly what the fuck is up for one i've never been set up before so i was a little green on that side i never really had a chick even play with me like that before so that's not something i was expecting For two i'm so thirsty for the pussy that i'm just overlooking the obvious like you know what i'm saying so i pull off i pull back up in front of my crib, which is like i say a couple blocks away and um, uh, i'm like man what's up you trying to come to the crib da, da, da. she like no nah. i'm like okay cool i ain't finna try to force you to come to my crib i really don't know you like that and i really just pulled off with you in my car Low-key against your will, but at the same time, it's giving setup vibes, so I'm not finna sit right here, you feel me? So, I'm, uh, we sitting in the car, we chilling, and I'm like, uh, I'm trying to get her to come upstairs, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to fuck, at the same time, like, you trying to fucking car, you trying to fuck upstairs, what's up, you send me these 28 nudes, you talking about you You want to fuck, like, what are we doing? She like, no, nah, I want to go back over there. I'm like, what's going on over there? I seen, it was a bunch of niggas over there, like, what? what's up, what's going on? She like, man we having a kickback and matter of fact my cousin just called me and said they need some cards can you shoot me to the store and help me get the cards we're gonna pull up and you know take the cards in the career and you come in and kick it i'm like hell no nah. i'm straight they it's, it's it's a million niggas over there i'm pretty sure one of them niggas got caught again with their own cards Nah, i ain't doing it she all right well she ain't tripping so we talked for a little bit more then she's like hey they just text me and asked me to bring some pops over there i really gotta go back anyway da like, um, take me to the gas station so I could grab a couple two liters then. You could really just drop me back off. I ain't no shit. We'll link up later. I'm like, yeah, all right, bitch. Took ass to the gas station right there on Saturday night for Aslan. She hopped out the car to go to the gas station. And I pulled off on her ass. Got fuck up out the fuck about the jam. Now, the crazy part is it was another nigga. RIP to this nigga. Um, I don't know if anybody listening know the nigga, but it was another nigga. I don't really know the nigga, but he had a Bonneville. With Lamborghini Doors. Y'all know the Bonneville is like an old ass Pontiac. With Lamborghini Doors. Mind you, this this 2008, 2009. So that shit was kind of like cool back then. Lamborghini Doors and rims on that bitch. And his mama bought it for him for graduation. Right? He got set up. Maybe a week, two weeks later. With the same niggas. And they whacked him. Tried to get the cop off of him. I don't know if he tried to fight back. Whatever, whatever happened, they end up whacking a nigga. The same niggas that she was setting me up with a couple weeks before, they set another nigga up for his whip, end up killing him. I'm like, man, that shit crazy. That was a blessing. Definitely caught a blessing with that shit. Um, that was the first time. That was the first scenario, first situation. The second time a bitch tried to set me up, i um, It's not too far from this time. It's maybe a year later. Maybe it was the next summer, right? I took a a four-year break between high school... I wouldn't call it a break, but I took four years off between high school and college. So them four years of my life was kind of rocky, shaky, and wild. I was just in the city in Chicago, not in school, kind of just maneuvering life in the streets, however, the best way I knew how. Um, And it was this chick. We fucking with these girls. Me and my homies, we fucking with these girls. So I'm with... You know, again, this is my homie Theo, and I'm hanging with him and his brothers, and we got this little group of chicks. It's like three, four of them. We all, all of us fuck with one of them, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a rapport here, because it's like, I don't expect you to do no weird shit, because your sister fuck with my homie, and your other homie fuck with my other homie. So they kind of locked in, so it's like, me and you fuck around. I wouldn't expect you to do no weird shit. All right, boom. It, she called me to the crib at about... Probably like four in the morning. She called me over to her crib. Mind you, she stayed with her people, but you know, how motherfucker back then to sneak you in the basement, whatever, whatever gonna happen, gonna happen. So I, I drive out there now. She in the suburbs, so it take me about 30, 40 minutes to get where she at. My dumb ass wasn't keeping her on the phone the whole time to make sure she stayed woke. So by the time I get there and pull up, I'm calling, like, damn, this bitch done fell asleep. I'm sitting there calling. So mind you, when I pull up, it's kind of hard to explain this story without. If you're not from Chicago, you don't know how the streets are set up. But when I pull up on a block, you know what I'm saying? Um, The block behind me, probably like, I'm on on the end of one block. You know what I'm saying? And on a block behind me, I see another car pull up and turn their lights off. Like, they park and turn their lights off. Now, it's 4 in the morning, so there's no other cars out here, which is why I noticed this car. I pull up, I look at my rear view, and I just notice another car pulling up. But they like a, a block away. You know what I'm saying? Not a whole block. Maybe like a, a, a half a block away. And they, you know, turned their lights on. I'm assuming they just went to the crib. I'm sitting here for so long calling this bitch trying to get her to, you know what I'm saying, answer the phone so I go in the crib. I ain't thinking nothing of it. Now, eventually I say, fuck it. Turn, I started my car to pull off. As soon as I start my car up, I see the same lights on that same car down the street. Turn their lights on. I'm what the fuck? Now, in Chicago, we had these main streets. And usually on every main street, you know what I'm saying, like 79th, 87th, these different streets, the homes on those streets are facing the main street. You know what I'm saying? So it's an alley, a little alley, a duck off alley behind these houses. You feel me? And then the block run the adjacent way. It's kind of hard to explain. But anyway, um, when I pull off, I cut through this alley and the other car was on the other side of the main street. So if he wanted to make a, a left, he could have just made the left on the main street. He crossed over the main street and make the left in the alley behind me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's shit weird. All right, I cool. I make another left, go to the main street that he could have turned on. He make the left out the alley with me. I make a right down the main street. I make he hit the right with me. I'm like, oh yeah, he on my ass. I took off in that bitch at the time. I had a, a Grand Prix GTP supercharger. That bitch was fast as hell. Gas guzzling ass car. I took off in that bitch. Ran every light, he ran every light with, with me We doing a high speed Police nowhere to be found, of course The one time you want these motherfuckers to pop up They ain't nowhere to, Let me would've been speeding home by myself Let that shit wouldn't have happened I would've been just speeding home by myself at 4 in the morning Mad cause I ain't getting no pussy Police would've been right on my ass, mic my ass No Police nowhere to be found These niggas hawking me down But I end up getting away from them end up getting away from they ass. You know what I'm saying? Right around the time I got to the city, and I'm driving straight to the hood. I'm driving straight back to Roseland. I ain't even going back to where I really stay at. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving straight back to Roseland. Like, fuck going on? Y'all want to chase me, chase me straight over here. They ass end up giving that shit up. But I don't even know who, to this day, I don't know who the fuck they was, what the fuck they wanted. I never talked to Shorty again. My homies were still fucking with her friends. I just never got to the bottom of that shit, but... That shit was wild. The third time, the third and final time, I'm in Carbondale. I'm in college. Now, I'm not going to college yet. I'm just living in Carbondale. I moved down. And at Carbondale, if y'all don't know, it's five hours away from Chicago. It's a college town. Now, I had some shit going on in the city. I wanted to get out the city. And I had a homie, my homie Marcus stayed. He was in college already. He went to SIU Carbondale. I I wasn't in school. Didn't want to go to school, but I need to get out the city, so I moved down there with him. We got a little two bedroom together, and we we was down there kicking it. I was down there, you know, working, doing what I do, shooting music videos and shit. And bro was just out there going to school. Now, me moving around on campus was cool, but I ain't a student, so I'm not really on campus like that. So I meet a chick at Walmart off campus, thick as hell, decent look, you know, look light skin, pretty eyes. Ass over fat, ass probably top, probably still top ten for me. Ass was crazy. I meet her. Um, I tried to get her to come to the no nah, not even try to. I got her to come to the career to spend a night. You know what I'm saying? Probably a couple days after I meet her, or some shit I don't know. And the way the apartments was, it was like one of them. I don't know how to describe the apartments, but it's like every apartment it there wasn't like really no inside of the building like you know at some apartment buildings you walk in a building and it's a hallway and then that leads to all apartments this is one of them joints to where like you'd walk directly into your unit from outside like the parking lot every apartment got their own door so you know my bedroom was basically the parking lot was right outside of my bedroom you know what i'm saying when I look out my window, I see the parking lot. I'm on the first floor. I'm right by the parking lot. My car sitting right there outside my window, everything, right? So shorty come over. We kick it. We fuck. I go to sleep. Well, we go to sleep. Boy, about one o'clock in the morning, she get up out the bed on some going to the bathroom type shit. She ain't even say shit to me. She just hopped up out the bed. I'm But I'm half sleep, half not sleep, luckily. I hear her in the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? I hear her in the bathroom, I hear toilet flush, I hear you know, water running in the sink, and then I don't really hear shit else. I'm like, you know, it's taking it for a minute, but mind you, I'm half asleep, so I ain't paying no attention. Next thing I hear is a bunch of car doors slamming in the parking lot. Multiple car doors. Like niggas just got out of four car, like niggas just got out the cars at least four deep. Like I just heard four car doors closed. What the fuck? is one in the morning. I look out the window. It's niggas walking directly towards my apartment from the parking lot. I shoot out my room. This bitch not in the bathroom. This bitch standing at the front, at the door with the door open for these niggas to come in the crib. Like, literally got the door open for these niggas to come in the crib. What they was going to come in the crib and do, I don't fucking know. I pushed that bitch out the door so fast and locked that motherfucker. I'm like, gee, if I would have hopped out that bed literally seven seconds later, it was over for my ass. Them niggas was in my shit. We ain't had no pipes in that bitch. It was ugly. And what the fuck they wanted, I don't know because we ain't have shit. We some shorties in college. We got a couple flat screens in this bitch, 32-inch flat screens in this bitch. I got a PS3. Like, what the fuck you want? We ain't got shit. We got mini rice, dollar rice in this bitch. Velveeta cheese, noodles. Mini made juice. What the fuck, what the fuck y'all want? Like, I don't know, but. Those are my three those was my three setup stories, man. That shit that shit was crazy. Um but the moral of all the story is for my young guys out there, sexual discipline. You got to watch the signs. You got to stop taking these chicks. And the crazy thing is like when I was a shorty, um when I was I want to say 18, 19, and 20, every Memorial Day, we went to Miami for my cousin's birthday. And, you know, Memorial Day in Miami back then was Hip Hop Weekend. So it was some baller shit. It was like, one year we went, they shot the I'm On One video with Drake, Ross, and Wayne, DJ Khaled. Um, one year I went, Jeezy, Drake, and and I think it was Ross. Or somebody, they three niggas bought the club out there at night. Like King of Diamonds, all this shit. My big homie getting us in all the spots. Like It was like my big homies trying to show us a, a lifestyle to try to motivate us, whatever they was trying to do. But when we was out there... We the youngest niggas out there. Like, ain't no 18-year-olds running around Miami more Day weekend with in a club and shit with these rich-ass niggas and shit. We work at McDonald's. Be out here. Shout out to Big Homie for showing us a different side of life. But Big Homie told us, like, hey, do not go to these hoes' crib, like these hoes' uh, hotel room. They will set your ass up. You go to these hoes' hotel room, fall asleep or not, they setting your ass up. Don't do it. So I kept that with me and it was like, we are always just had the chicks come to our shit, which if you fall asleep in your shit, you will still get set the fuck up. So my mind state was the same thing. And Carbondale was like, All right, I ain't going to go to her crib. And she's a local, too. I don't even think I said that. The bitch was a local. Like, which no no shade to the locals, because it's, it's some locals that I fuck with from Carbondale. That's how I love. But it was kind of like. A lot of the locals was a little shisty, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the locals was shisty out there in Carbondale. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Some of y'all ass was shisty. I know some of y'all listening, but I got to tell the truth. Y'all niggas was shiesty. It's all good, though. I got out the gym. But I had that same mentality of like, let me not go to her crib. Let me invite her to my crib. But it was still the slip up of I'm falling asleep next to a chick I don't know. That's a big takeaway from the story. Like, you should not be falling asleep next to women that you don't know. Whether a nigga set you up, whether you wake up and she gone and your wallet gone too, whether it's a lot of shit that could go wrong. It's a lot of shit that can go wrong. So if you're going to play them games, you're going to your player shit, you out here fucking chicks, you kind of got to know the rules. And one of them is do not fall, go the fuck home or put her the fuck out. It don't gotta be on no rules, shit, because you might actually like Shorty, but it's still you don't know Shorty. You really can't like her if you don't know her. You interested? You lusting for whatever you got going on, but you don't know this girl. Do not let her spend a night at your crib, not while you sleep. You not you can't. When you sleep, you dangling, you vulnerable, you lacking, like you you over with. It ain't shit you could do. She could be sleep next to you, right here texting. This the address. Pull up. This nigga got nice shit in here. He got a Picasso in this bitch. Pull up. Finna rob the shit out this nigga. What you gonna do? Ain't shit you can do. Even like it ain't shit you can do. That shit can happen to you while you woke. You could be woke and a bitch could just be in the crib texting niggas. This the low, da. da, da, da. She goes straight to the door, open that bitch. Niggas in there. You could be woke. You looking at her, opening the door, like what the fuck is you doing? She tell you, oh, I'm finna leave, I'm finna get up out of here. She opened the door, niggas coming straight flooding through that bitch. You looking crazy. I know that's movie shit, that's rap video shit, but that shit go down like that though. And you playing them type of games I was poor all three times That niggas got on my ass And was on whatever they was on with me I ain't have shit none of them times That Grand Prix I had was decent for an 18 year old At that time yeah but Nigga like it wasn't worth A nigga life ain't no car worth a nigga life But nigga that car was probably 3500 Probably paid like 3500 For that car maybe $2,800 I think If I ain't mistaken Like You know like I was poor every time. Niggas was just on my ass. So just because you ain't out here with a chain on and flashy and this and that don't mean niggas will not try to get down on you. They will. Niggas is watching. Bitches is plotting. But you a valuable nigga. You're valuable. Your seed is valuable. The time you spend, the energy you spend with women is valuable. So fuck with a valuable woman. Vet them. You out here chasing these little thoughts and clubs and parties and shit like that. That's the that's what come with that shit. A lot of these chicks got bad intentions. It's not a good chance if you meet a chick in your college classroom, sitting next to you in English one on one, that she gonna set you up and try to have some niggas rob you. But sure that you met in the kickback in the back corner getting high, da da da. That ain't really in school. She just live out here. Yeah the odds are higher shorty in english might get your ass robbed too you never know that bitch might be gutted as hell you never know but at the end of the day like you got to play the odds and you got to be smart never fall asleep next to a bitch you don't know all right it's a million and one excuses for a nigga not to get it if you're a nigga looking for excuses you always to find them. but over here that shit is unacceptable i always feel like i could do anything that's the vision is clear the work is easy I may have thought it was going to take an hour, and it took a week. I don't give a fuck, when the end result? I got it done. I hustle for my last name. I don't hustle for my first. I'm either going to make it or I'm not. And when I, if I don't, it, I can't sit back and point the finger at nobody. Words is powerful. You can really impact people. They do not understand who I am. They, do, they will not understand until after I'm gone. Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world? or at peace with yourself and at war with the world.